0: Well, the red wave wasn't even a red trickle. It was a major disappointment for conservative Americans, Christian Americans, who want to see our country turn towards virtue, dignity. And if you look at the votes, the Democrats wasn't a bloodbath it was a blue bath we see the senate in the last few days with mail in voting and i'm going to talk about the four reasons why there was not a red wave the four reasons are number 1 the youth vote which was overwhelmingly democrat and will probably continue to be democrat and what we need to do to counter that number 2 the female vote The female vote is Democrat majority, not talking about you ladies out there who voted pro-life. I'm talking about the majority of the female sex. They voted blue, Democrat. And then we're going to talk about the problem with mail-in voting, and we're going to talk about the problem of campaign finance, money laundering, Ukraine, FTX. Sam Bankman freed the crypto scandal and all that. So that's today's show. You just take a little look here over at my right. These are the election midterm 2022 results. Of course, we don't really have results. We're still voting. It's like groundhog day. Every morning you wake up and it's still election day. You wake up again. It's election day. We're still counting. We're still counting. We're going to close today by talking about is there any Hope are we just screwed? That's today's podcast. So before we get started, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, hit the bell, and all that jazz. Okay, so what exactly is going on? I want to begin by looking at some demographics. I talked about them earlier in the week. We're going to begin with sex, gender. I use sex in the traditional meaning like male and female. Everybody wants to say Jenner today. I'm not going to go into that. Okay, look at this. Men in America vote red. They vote Republican. Women in America majority vote blue. They vote Democratic. Why? Well, we know why. We talked to them in the exit polls. And the reason is the A word. That's right. Abortion. It was the top In the top two reasons for people voting, number one this year was inflation. I don't know why they thought voting for Democrats would help that. And number two, abortion rights in the wake of the reversal of Roe v. Wade that said that there was a constitutional right for a woman to kill her baby in the womb. Of course, that's not in the Constitution. It's not a constitutional right. It's ridiculous. But people turned out on that issue. Is there any hope On this demographic. We need to remember that abortion is a downstream problem from the sin of fornication. Fornication is sex outside of marriage. Now God Almighty, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost instituted matrimony as a sacrament. And matrimony as a sacrament binds together a man and woman, So when they have sexual intercourse within those vows and procreate the child, the child receives a nuclear family with the proper, now there are natural problems, but generally that child receives a mom and a dad. And we know from sociologists, facts, studies, even liberals will admit children raised in Nuclear families with married parents do better physically and mentally. It's just a fact. We know that that is the ideal and a child deserves that. So the reason that we cons- we conservatives, we Christians promote traditional marriage is not because we just want to be mean and make you feel bad. No, we're thinking about the babies, the children, the teenagers the adolescents, the young adults that need the safety, security, and warmth of a home. And that's why traditional matrimony is important. Now, when you take away traditional matrimony, you tell young girls, yeah, don't get married, don't be a slave to a man, Go work in a cu- go to college and go work in a cubicle and serve some boss, get your career on, travel the world, have lots of sex, And then you'll be happy. Well, once you put that career forth for young women, they need abortion. You can't live that lifestyle without abortion because sperms are always trying to find eggs. That's what a sperm does. He's just swimming and swimming, trying to find that egg. That's what he does. And sperms end up finding eggs and babies are conceived. This is why the left, that is feminist, and ugly is always demanding women's reproductive rights because their narrative of you go girl, get your job, go work in that cubicle, get your career on girl, don't marry no man, travel the world, have lots of sex. Join us on our slut walk. That all requires their sacrament, their pseudo sacrament of abortion. So yes, we have a problem with how women vote. As it relates to abortion but abortion is downstream from fornication and what is fornication downstream from the loss of God they don't have God anymore they don't have structure they don't have logos logic reason the gift of God the grace of God the peace of God the joy of God it's all been stripped away now men and women got to go find their happiness in false idols like careers, money, 401k, sex, orgasms, slut walks, travel, etc. If you like this podcast, please give it a thumbs up and share it. If you're on Twitter, hit the retweet. If you're on Facebook, hit share. If you're on YouTube, hit share. So we have a downstream problem here. Loss of God, loss of Christianity in society. That leads to new idols like fornication, Fornication demands abortion. Since women are the ones that get pregnant, they're going to vote for abortion. And as long as this problem is in our society, the female vote is going to go towards abortion and towards whatever party supports abortion. In this case, it's openly and loudly the Democratic Party. All right. That's the problem with gender. Now let's move on to age. Talking about the Zoomers, Gen Z. Look at these numbers over here on my left. 18 to 24-year-olds, 61% voted for Democrats in the midterm election. Ages 25 to 29, 65% voted for Democrat. Now I know you're thinking, oh, you know, young people have bleeding hearts. They're always going to be liberal and conservatives are prudent and wise. So they're going to be Republican. Mm. There's more to it than that. I'm going to offend a bunch of people right now. If you're a Zoomer, if you're Gen Z and you like watching me, maybe turn off right now cuz you're not going to like what I'm about to say to your generation. Gen Z, the Zoomer are spoiled, rotten. They have grown up with constant stimulation. When I was a kid there's barely any cartoons and you had to wait till Saturday morning and wake up really early. And that was it. There was no binging. Now, I got to admit, I'm Gen X. We were spoiled too compared to the previous generations. We were spoiled. We were driving cars in our teens. We had all kinds of discretionary money to go to malls and buy stuff. So I'm saying Gen X was spoiled, but Gen Z's even more spoiled. Constant, instant gratification from their phone. Unlimited discretionary money. They have constant... Uh, feedback back and forth with the world through social media. You have teenage girls who have tens to hundreds of thousands of men ogling them and praising them. That never happened in human history ever. And they expect everyone to pay for everything. They don't have to earn anything. They are offended when their first job says you only get 10 days vacation which is a dream for a lot of people 20 years ago 10 days well when i was in college i got the whole summer off and i had two weeks of christmas why don't i get more at this workplace completely spoiled and the main issue for this age besides abortion is student loan forgiveness that's right they want to go to college And I agree, college is generally not a good deal for young people, especially uh, depending on what field you're going into. It can be a $100,000 mistake for a degree you don't use. I agree with that. This is why we need holy matrimony for parents to guide and direct their children into making good decisions. When again, downstream, when we don't have good parents and virtuous parents and families guiding kids. They go and make dumb decisions and get into a load of debt. I understand that's a big problem. But everyone else, you know, if you go and buy a house for too much money and you have this huge mortgage, you made a mistake. It's bad, but the government doesn't pay that off for you. If you may get a business loan, the government's not supposed to pay that off for you unless you're a bank, fiat currency. You know, if you go buy a too too expensive car, you can't make the car payments. The government doesn't come and forgive that for you. Someone has to pay these loans. They were made from people. You can't just have blanket debt forgiveness. Now, do we need to also, as a society, help these young people who are straddled with this ridiculous debt? Yes, I'm against usury. Usury is degenerate. And we have a usurious society that needs to be changed again because we've rejected God. We've rejected Christ. We've rejected the church. And so now we're all drowning in usury because of the idol of money. And you got victims laying around everywhere. So that's a problem there. we got the female vote. We've got the young person vote of the spoiled Zoomers who are probably just going to keep voting this. Why aren't you giving me more free stuff, Daddy Biden? Daddy Biden's going to give me my free iPhone, my free school, my free health care, my free house, my free transportation my free everything why do you get that generation z because we're special we're gen z we're special we're snowflakes give us free stuff no that's not how humanity works go get a job and work be wise be prudent all right so that's that that's a problem i I warned you gen z zoomers you're going to get mad at me when I said this. All right. The third problem is mail-in votes. Mail-in votes are literally slashing our throats right now. The Democratic Party has mobilized into what they call vote harvesting. You saw the clip where they interviewed. This is going back to Obama. They interviewed the a lady, I think it was during the... Uh, Obama campaign, and, and they said, She said, she was a poll worker. Yeah, my Aunt Sally wasn't here, so I did her ballot for her and I put it in. Then my brother, he wasn't here, so I filled in his ballot for him and I filled it. And she's filling out ballots for everybody mail in ballots. They send boxes of ballots to apartments or low income areas. Those ballots are filled in by landlords and community organizers who go to them and say, hey, we got all the ballots here. You want to vote Democrat, right? Okay, we'll we'll just fill that out for you. Here you go. Stamp on it. There you go. Boom. Look at a place. We saw this going on in Pennsylvania. Look at a place. I heard a story of someone who moved to either Oregon or Washington State. And when they moved in, there were on the kitchen table where they moved in, there were four ballots on the table left there by I guess the building super or the real estate agent or something. And they were, they were amazed. Like, wow, we just got four, two people got four million ballots just sitting there ready when they moved in. Look at Arizona here on the screen. Again, if you're coming in late, we're talking about why we didn't have a red wave. And is there hope? There is hope. I'm going through the problems, the bad news before we get to any good news. Make sure you like the video, share it, retweet it. And of course, if you're new, hit the subscribe button and the bell. Okay, so look at this. Arizona early mail-in votes are almost four times as many as the actual votes on election day. And this is actually a couple days old. I think this is actually a day or two old. So it's even more. Look right down there. I put a little red uh, greater than sign, but there was 1,812,000 mail-in, mail-in votes and then actual on election day, 466,000. That's almost four times as many. And that right there, my friends, is the weak point for cheating and manipulation. Mail-in votes. You can literally print out as many as you want fill them in and you won't get caught because it's going through the US Postal Service. You can drop them into blue boxes, you know those are blue postal boxes. No one is ever gonna catch you doing it. Many of these states have no voter ID, which is absolutely ridiculous. Here in Texas, when I went to vote, they checked my ID, they checked my address, a whole process happened and then once all that was done, then they issued me the ballot, And then I went and voted, and it printed out the ballot. And I thought it was kind of weird, even here in Texas, when I submitted my ballot, the person at the submission scene looked at my ballot. And, of course, they saw all the R's, and then I submitted I just thought, why does this person get to look at my ballot? I don't like that. There's all this squishiness in our voting system, and it has to be stopped. This has to stop. Mail-in votes has to stop. All right. And then our fourth problem of why the red wave turned into barely a red trickle is campaign finance. And you've been hearing about FTX. You've been hearing about Sam Bankman fried You've been hearing about this money laundering scandal. And here's how people are saying it goes. You let me know. If, is this is this correct? Is this the right way of understanding it? OK, so. Basically. Joe Biden gives money to the Ukraine. The U- may all liberals be loving that Ukraine money. They're just like, send more money. Just send money to the Ukraine all day long. All day long. Ukraine then invests in partners with FTX, which is a crypto exchange run out of the Bahamas. That's not sketchy, is it? Then Sam Bankman-Fried becomes the number two donor to the Democratic Party and to Joe Biden. Guess who number one is? Soros, Great Reset. And then that money backs Biden and backs midterms. And then Biden and the Democrats, now especially that they have more power in the House and the Senate and with governors, are going to send more money to Ukraine or Third World, whatever. Or, green, uh, carbon, whatever, groups who are going to reinvest it in some crypto something, who will then make donations to the Democratic Party, and the Democratic Party will give our money, the taxpayers, away and just round and round and round. It's called money laundering. It's the spin cycle of your tax money going out of your checking account into the IRS, over to the Ukraine, into FTX crypto chain, and then maybe back over to the Democrats. Is that how it works? It's a problem. So we need to get some transparency on this. So just to review, we've got the... What is this? Oh, I gotta get rid of Just to review, we've got the problem of the abortion and the female vote. We've got the problem of the generation Z and who knows what's coming after generation Z with our young kids who have been exposed to pornography and violence and all kinds of stuff on film, TV shows, Online streaming, who knows what the generation of Gen Z, but Gen Z is spoiled. Snowflakes, crybabies that want everyone to pay for their things. And again, I'm from Gen X. We're spoiled too. I just don't think we're as spoiled as much. And honestly, it's not really Gen Z's fault. I'm not pointing the finger at them and saying, why did y'all do this? I'm saying it's a pity that we've gotten rid of God, gotten rid of Christ, gotten rid of the church, gotten rid of holy matrimony, and now all these kids who were born with divorce and single mothers and they weren't born with the privilege, it's a privilege of a nuclear family with a married mom and dad, yeah, they're going to be messed up. They're going to have problems. And then we've got the problem of mail-in votes. Mail-in votes just have to be made illegal. We have to push for it. We have to do it somehow. We have to make it so that voting is transparent and quick. Not, it doesn't go on for days while these boxes are unpacked and counted and counted and in the night. It's, you know, it's, It seems that it happens mostly in swing states and really important races that it doesn't happen on election day. It's election week, election month. I mean, what's next? We can't do this. I mean, we can do all kinds of technological marvels and we can't count the votes. No, they don't want to count the votes on a timely manner because they want to manipulate it. Okay, how far are we behind? Okay, oh, here's three more boxes that just came in. Here we are, Maricopa County. Oh, wow, here's some more boxes just coming in. Oh, wow, oh, wow, pulling it. The Democrats are pulling ahead. Wow, wow, wow. And then we've got to talk about this problem of our tax money being spin-cycled in these liberal institutions to support and help the campaign funding of liberals. Built by liberals for liberals. It's wrong. So, is there any hope? Is there any good news, Taylor Marshall? What can you tell us? Well, if we continue on our path of godlessness, of abortion, of sodomy, of denigrating holy matrimony, of making a mockery of Christ, taking God's name in vain, taking Christ's name in vain, not worshiping on Sunday, working on Sunday, Basically, living a godless life, breaking the Ten Commandments all the time, we're screwed. We're screwed. But God is merciful. God is always giving second chances. I'm reading, I'm reading through the minor prophets of the Old Testament, like Amos, Micah, Zacharias. There's some harsh stuff in there. God does not like it when people sin. It's the day of wrath, the day of the Lord, over and over and over. But in the wrath, in the pestilence and in the plagues, in the famines, God holds out hope and just says, if you will turn to me, you will be healed. Though your sins be as scarlet, crimson, I will make you white as snow. It's just we have to turn to him, and and we who are disciples of Jesus Christ, we have to share that message, the good news, the gospel, with people in a convincing way, which requires us to have holy lives, which is the hard part, to accept God, to receive God, to turn to him, that the Mary Magdalene, bows down before Jesus Christ and says, I have sinned. And Christ says, go and sin no more. And she becomes a saint. That's what these young women need and these young men need and these old boomer men and women need. It's what everybody needs. It's not a something you need. It's a someone you need. It's Jesus Christ. This is why the three theological virtues are faith, hope, and charity, love. We have to believe in him. We have to hope in him. We have to put our trust, lay our weight on him, and then we have to love him and love our neighbor as ourselves. That's the message. Allegedly, there's a billion of us on planet Earth when you count Catholics. Billion of us. And there's how many on Earth right now? I forget. Are we at eight billion? More? That means each one of us during our entire life need to bring in to evangelize, to share God's love with just 8 to 12 people. If each one of us, that's like one or two a decade. One or two a decade. Can you lead someone to Christ and be their godfather or godmother one or two times per decade? If we could all do that, we would convert the whole world. And then the whole idea of fornicating and abortion and slut walks and all this stuff would, would pretty much not be as big a deal. Young people would grow up with loving moms and dads who are sanctified by a sacrament called holy matrimony. Our lives would be ordered. They'd be reasonable, logical, because we'd be serving the Logos, who is Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's the hope. That's the answer. Really, when you look at why the red wave became a red trickle, it's because our culture moves every year a few degrees away from God. And so as we move away from God, people are going to turn for the godless answers, which is like abortion and, you know, free college, free, free everything, no work, no virtue, no self-respect. That's the problem. So, do you take up the task today? Can you, in your life, bring about the love of God to 8 to 12 people? Invite them to church. Invite them to pray with you. Say, I am praying with you. When they take the name Jesus Christ in vain, say, don't say that. Don't say God's name in vain. That's a sin. It's one of the Ten Commandments. They'll be like, what? What are you talking about? Don't, Don't take God's name in vain. If you don't have to, don't work on Sunday. Go to Mass every Sunday. Spend Sunday with your family. Have a feast. Recreation, work hard, preserve your marriage, raise your kids right, catechize them. And then bring in 8 to 12 people and the upstream problem, which is godlessness, will then begin to affect all these other issues. That's the answer. If you want to find out how it all ends and really have hope, check out my new book, Antichrist in Apocalypse. It's a line-by-line, verse-by-verse commentary of the book of Revelation. I'll let you know right now that the end of it, God wins, Christ wins, the Antichrist is slayed, the saints win with Christ. You want to make sure you're on the same team as Christ. You want to be in his kingdom, in his church, in the bride of Christ. If you want to learn all about it, the seven seals, the seven plagues, the seven trumpets, the mark of the beast, the two beasts... Armageddon. I detail it all using the church fathers and scripture in the new best-selling book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. Get your copy today at bookstores or amazon.com. And if you want a signed copy, become a patron of mine. Support my work, writing and podcasting. You go to patreon.com forward slash dr You can make a monthly patronage, a monthly gift donation to the work I do. And I have all kinds of Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3, Tier 4 packages where I'll send you a rosary, signed books, etc. to say thank you and then you're part of my Patreon team. And to all the Patreons out there, thank you. If you want to become one, go to patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall and I will be grateful to you. If you want to move to a part of the country that's more wholesome, that's not as degenerate, where you can find Catholic schools, churches, a community, I recommend if you can do that with your job, to look into it. And the people who can help you is realestateforlife.org. We are for life. We are for God. We are pro-life. And these people at Real Estate for Life, wherever you are in the world, can help you sell your home where you're at and move to somewhere that's more wholesome and aligned with your values. So go to realestateforlife.org and tell them you heard about it at the Dr. Taylor Marshall Show. Pray a rosary every day. Don't give up. Hit the beads. Rattle the beads. It is the weapon. It is the battering ram of the kingdom of God. Pray a rosary every day or you're not on the team. All right. That does it for today. Today. Remember that our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. There's hope. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this podcast, please click the like button, the thumbs up, and subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and clicking the bell for notifications. God bless. See you in future videos.